When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Glory, glory, Hi, this is Russell Goldsmith reporting for the Spurs show in Las Vegas. I'm actually here with uh, the Spurs show's audio producer, Leon. Um, we're actually here recording my own C-suite podcast at a big event later this evening. Uh, it's called Money 2020. That's taking place at the Venetian. But before that, we've come to the Crown and Anchor pub. It's 8 o'clock in the morning here, which means it's half an hour till kickoff. Uh, we're due to watch Spurs versus Newcastle. And I'm here with the Las Vegas Spurs and joined by the Las Vegas Spurs' founder, Sean Ashby. Welcome to the show, Sean. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, welcome to Vegas. Thank you very much. Um, tell us about the group. Uh, well, the group is going pretty well. It's been around for a decade now. And, uh, you know, we, we average 20, 25 plus for every match. And we, uh, we decided to make Crown and Anchor our home for this year. Uh, I used to come here all the time. And we're, we're back and loving it now. That's fantastic. And you became an official supporters group, didn't you, back in 2018? It's been official since 2018. Uh, I've been running it unofficially since 2013. And do you, do you actually have like members registered, or do people just come and go as, the, as they please? How's it uh, work? Vegas is, is tough. We do have some registered members. We have right. about 15 registered. Uh, but it's so transient here, yeah. so we, uh, we have people in and out all the time. Yeah, well obviously I discovered you because I was here in the summer and came for the final game um, against Norwich, which was a, a fantastic atmosphere. It was really great. Yeah, that was amazing. That was um, fantastic. Listen, why, why Spurs and, and why start this group? Well, I've, I've been supporting them since uh, about 2000. I became a huge... Uh, football fan after World Cup in the U.S. in, in 90, uh, 94, 96, whatever it was. Yeah. And uh, my aunt actually was married to a guy from North London, and he would send shirts, hats all the time to me uh, in the late 90s. And when I finally decided to, you know, support, I, it was a, it was a no-brainer for me. Had to be, didn't it? So yeah, that's fantastic. Had to be. Um, Kickoff today is 8.30 a.m. We're just about to order some breakfast. There's people already with their beers out. Um, how do you cope when the games are, like, earlier? Like, I mean, a, a 12 o'clock kickoff in the, in the U.K. is going to be, like, 4 a.m. here. I take it you're still here watching. Yeah, we, we still manage it. Uh, usually 8 to 10 of us regularly show up for those 4.30 kickoffs. Uh, it is Vegas, and it's 24 hours, so... 
you might just stay out all night and roll right into the into the pub after a long night out. Otherwise, you know, set the alarm for 3.30 and, and make it out here. That's dedication, I have to say. Right, we're, we're going to catch up again at, at halftime, but we're playing um, Newcastle. I think you said there's going to be some Newcastle fans here as well. Is, is... Yeah, there's a couple. Oh, there, there, uh, there, yeah. There's a guy who's been growing growing their supporters group for the last couple of years. And he's okay. been doing very well. Uh, we're very friendly with them. So there'll be some good banter. Good banter. Okay. What's your predictions for the game? Bearing in mind, I've just seen the team sheet and Emerson's starting. So. Yeah, Emerson starting, no Romero, no Hoybjerg. I think we're just barely going to nick a 2-1. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. Listen, Sean, let's catch up at halftime. Enjoy the first half. All right, perfect. You too. Thanks. So we're back at the Crown and Anchor, it's half time, and uh, Jesus, what a first half, Sean. That was pretty ugly. Yeah. I mean, it feels like we've just carried on the same form from the game against United in the week, Manchester United. Yeah, whether it's, it's positive or negative, momentum always seems to follow the club. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it seems like they're always stuck in their own head and they can't pull, out, pull it out. Managers don't matter, nothing matters. No. It's the, the players themselves. Lloris has had a shocker, I'd say, on both of those goals. Yes, I think he was, uh, he was at fault for both. Yeah. Uh, that, that awful pass and, you know, starting to wonder if it's time to, uh, to find his, his replacement. It, it's a real shame with him because he's still, I mean, like even against United, I mean, as bad as we were, he made so many great saves, but he's liable for a mistake or two. <laughs> as we've seen now. Yeah, and if, if, if we want to, to win things, we can't have our captain and, you know, honestly, in my opinion, most important position on the pitch, Yeah. have those mistakes in him because it's, it's come to that point where, you know, this, both goals are on him, but at the same point, had Sonny buried his chances early on, this would have been a completely different game. 100%. Um, listen, we've got your uh, co-founder with us now for halftime, Jake. Let's bring him Let's bring him in. Yeah, let's get Jake in here. <laughs> thanks, guys. How you doing, Jake? Doing well, thanks. How about you guys? Yeah, very good. Good to meet you. So, um, so this is not the first uh, official um, fan uh, club that you've set up, is it? It's not, actually. I founded uh, Boise Spurs in Boise, Idaho. Uh, kind of born and raised in that area. Grew up, uh, you know, like a soccer fan, but... We, we call it football now, of course, to be yeah. proper. Um, just kind of gravitated towards Spurs in the like late 2000s. Um, you know, found a team that had a great fun attacking style of play to watch. Uh, it was actually hard to watch the Premier League over here at that point, finding it on TV. Um, but eventually just fell in love with that team. Uh, decided to found a group in the Boise area. We had enough fans to, to find some pubs to, to get into matches at 5.30 a.m. over here. Uh, and it's been great. And then my wife's job moved us here to Las Vegas about five years ago. Kind of helped support Sean with the, the group here. So it's been, it's been a lot of fun. We have a great, great core group here. And then a ton of overseas fans coming over to join us all the time, which is also a blast. Yeah. I have to say, your, your dedication of getting up early for every game is, is pretty impressive. Um, how, how did you guys actually become official uh, with the club? What's the, uh, the kind of the process that's involved and how much does the club support you? Yeah, there's actually an application online. Uh, I think we're over 100 groups in the U.S. now, which is pretty, pretty amazing. Um, the club's very supportive. There, there used to be an annual fee of somewhere around 
I think it was like 50 to 60 pounds a year. Um, they also send over some cool things like a supporter's flag every year with the year on it. Um, some tchotchkes like member cards and notebooks and whatnot. But um, no, they're great. And actually when, when the Spurs came on tour to the US for preseason about three years ago, I think it was, um, they do a great job of letting the supporters groups have some direct interaction with the team. Uh, some groups, they had legends like Ledley King come do some events before the match against Barca at the Rose Bowl. Um, they were in San Diego, I think, before they were in LA, and San Diego Spurs do a fantastic job. They have a huge group there as well. Um, so lots of fun things, you know, tailgating before the matches. It's a, it's a great experience. That's fantastic. Um, have you ever been to the stadium? It's not the new stadium. So I went about five years ago, wasn't able to see a match, unfortunately, right. um, but I did do the White Hart Lane tour, which is amazing. Got tons of tons of fantastic pictures. Um, I, we're hoping to go back next year, I think, for a match, my wife and I. Um, Got to go check it out, uh, probably yeah. two or three if we can. So, aside, I mean, clearly not today, but um, what's been the best moment at the Crown and Anchor watching Spurs? Oh, man. And actually, before the Crown and Anchor, we had a, another bar that we were at. Um, it, it probably would have been either the, the the quarterfinal matchup with City, kind of that, you know, getting through there. Um, tough to tough to overcome. I think the miracle in in, in Amsterdam. Yeah. Um, How many we, people we, did you have? We for had that about thing? 40 or 50 for that match. Um, and then I was actually back in Boise for the, for the Champions League final that year, okay. watching kind of with my original group there. But I think we had about 100 fans here for the the championship final. Um, you know, obviously an unfortunate result, but uh, no, no better experience than watching with fellow supporters. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, listen, we'll catch up with yourself and, and Sean at the uh, at the end of the game, but what do we have to do? What, what does uh, Conte have to do to uh, get us back into this? Because at the moment we are, we don't stand a chance. Yeah, I think honestly, if we just take our chances a little better, you know, Sun's expected goals, he, he vastly exceeded his expected goals performance last year. I think we, we expected a little bit of a regression, but you know, he had two or three clear cut chances early on that if we take one of those even, that completely changed changes the course of the match. Um, there's not a lot he can do off the bench, bench unfortunately. I yeah, think. no Kuliseski, no yeah, Richarlison. We really miss Decky. Um, I, I don't think a formational change makes sense unless he's going to throw Lucas on. I, I don't know that I'm ready for that yet. Maybe later on if we're yeah. still trailing. But we'll, we'll see what kind of adjustments he can make at halftime. Yeah. OK. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's catch up at the end of the game. Sounds great. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Full time here at the Crown and Anchor. Um, back with Sean. What can you say? Not a lot. That was that was pretty awful. I mean, that's that's three defeats in five now. And I mean, we were we weren't playing well at the start of the season, but we were getting away with it. But it's it's not looking good at the moment, is it? Uh, no. Hopefully, we can get out there on Wednesday and and finish our Champions League, so we can focus on our final. League games before the World Cup. Yeah, because right now it is just—it's uh, not good. No, we, not, we not cohesive at all. We need a, those couple of players back and maybe some uh, something fresh in in January. We need a lot, a lot fresh in January. Uh, we definitely missed Hoiberg in midfield today. Yeah, it, it showed a lot his control, um, and I think they just—they just need to come together more because they, they've been awful. Well, listen. Not a great uh, game to watch, but 
It's been amazing to uh, to be here with you guys here in, in Vegas. Thank you for your hospitality. Um, if any of our listeners want to find out how to get hold of you, if they're going to be here in Vegas in the future, where do they need to go? So we are on Facebook, uh, Las Vegas Spurs, on Instagram, which is Las, at Las Vegas Spurs, and on Twitter, LV Spurs. Fantastic. So send me a message anytime you're out here, and we'll... Uh, We'll make sure we get you to the right pub. There are two locations. So, yeah. And, ho and hopefully some better times in the future. Hopefully some better times. I mean, we, that's only, what, our, our fourth loss of the year. I mean, you say only, but there's still positives to take. It's just our, our key players need to play to their potential and lift the players around them because you just don't see that out there with our, our captain making mistakes. Kane and Kane got, I, in my opinion, a lucky goal at, right there with the header, and then Sonny just did not finish his chances. And if they do that, if they step up, the entire team will be will play better around them. Let's hope so. Listen, Sean, and uh, thanks to Jake as well. But um, yeah, it's been fantastic to be here. Not the not the best result, but um, great to be here in, in Vegas with you again. Um, and back to uh, the studio. But this has been Russell Goldsmith with uh, Leon in Las Vegas for the Spurs Show. Thanks a lot. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.